0: you say if someone told you it's possible to maintain great health throughout your lifetime, that you could avoid or even reverse illnesses like heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, stroke, and many common cancers by changing what and how you eat? Hello, my name is Shira Aguirre, founder of a successful business which I recently sold, to focus on writing my first book, Joyful Delicious Vegan, Life Without Heart Disease. It is the story of my struggle with the leading cause of death in America. Heart disease is a condition which affects over 121 million people in the U.S., and African-American women have the highest death rate. I want to share my personal struggle with heart disease and hypertension, which is called the silent killer, because there are often no symptoms to alert us that we may be in danger of a life-threatening event. In my 30s, I began eating a primarily vegetarian diet, which included dairy and fish. I maintained a healthy weight and exercised regularly, all of which I believed would help me avoid the high blood pressure, stroke, and other health risks with which my family members struggled. I made gradual improvements in my diet and lifestyle over the next two decades, eliminating fried foods, eating less processed food, and adding yoga and meditation. Despite these changes, by my early 50s, my blood pressure started to creep upward. I reflected on the toll heart disease had taken on both sides of my family. For as long as I could remember, my parents had been on high blood pressure medications. My maternal grandmother battled hypertension and had a stroke in her early 70s, resulting in a partial paralysis. My maternal grandfather died of a massive heart attack in his mid-50s. A paternal uncle, who had hypertension and a pacemaker, experienced five heart attacks, the last of which took his life. A paternal aunt died from a simultaneous stroke and heart attack. My generation had started to experience the same symptoms and warning signs, and sadly, often premature deaths, some of which were both sudden and untimely. A younger cousin who worked as an officer in a correctional facility was married with two young sons. His high blood pressure was thought to be under control. However, he came home from work one day with a really bad headache. He went to bed early and a few hours later was unconscious when his wife went in to check. She called an ambulance, but by the time he reached the hospital, he had died. His blood pressure had suddenly dropped, perhaps from a ruptured aneurysm, which might also explain the sudden severe headache. Shortly after his death, another shook our family to its core. At the age of 46, another of my cousins decided to take a long-awaited ski vacation with his wife, who worked for an airline company. She quickly whisked through security, and he told her to go ahead, that he would meet her at the gate. After waiting there for several minutes, she decided to backtrack to see if he had somehow been held up. About halfway back to security, she saw a group of people gathering in the middle of the concourse. She did not see her husband and worked her way to the front of the small crowd, where, to her horror, She saw him lying motionless on the floor. This cousin, who also thought his hypertension was controlled by his medications, had collapsed with a heart attack. It was his first, and he died on the spot. I was in denial about my own symptoms for months until my doctor finally insisted that I start taking medication to lower my blood pressure, prevent damage to my heart, and also the possibility of a stroke. I mourned the day I first filled the prescription. And then, after taking the medication for a week or so, I started to feel lightheaded from time to time in the evenings. At one point, I went outside to do some yard work, and when I quickly got up to go back inside, I felt I was about to faint. I would later learn by checking my blood pressure morning and night that my readings were consistently 10 to 20 points lower in the evening. And and because I've never been to a doctor's office for a night appointment, the dosages were calibrated around those morning readings. At night, my blood pressure would drop so low that I was afraid I would pass out. Those experiences combined with an occasional racing heartbeat were scary enough. However, the final straw happened while taking an elderly friend out for lunch at one of her favorite restaurants a few miles from her home. We were laughing and talking as we made our way onto the freeway. It was only a 15-minute drive, and we were about halfway when I started to feel lightheaded. I thought maybe it would pass, but I began to make my way to the nearest exit lane to be safe. Before I reached the exit, the feeling got so strong that I felt myself fading and thought I would lose consciousness. Trying desperately to hide my panic, I gripped the steering wheel. I was able to exit and almost as soon as I did, the feeling passed. We were only a few blocks from the restaurant and made it safely. This incident and more so the thought of what could have happened, convinced me that even while I took the medication, I had to work with my body to find a cure for my hypertension through food and lifestyle improvements. I consulted a cardiologist who advocated a whole plant-based diet to reduce his patient's dependency on drugs. I decided uh, to set a goal, To make my cardiovascular system healthier, achieve normal blood pressure levels, and eventually eliminate the drugs. Although the side effects from some of the medications were a frightening incentive, the truth was that deep down I believed I could do better. It took longer than I anticipated, and there were ups and downs, including a period in which I thought I would give up because I couldn't maintain consistent results. We are all different, and I had to learn how to tailor my vegan lifestyle to my particular needs and preferences. Along the way, I found vegan recipes that I love. And I learned to make simple, healthy changes to some of my old favorites, like black-eyed peas with vegan cornbread. And I learned to bake with almond butter. My palate evolved such that oily, salty, highly processed, and overly cooked foods are not enjoyable. I relish the flavors and textures of fresh foods and spices in endless variety. By choice, most of the fruits and vegetables I eat are raw, with their natural probiotics and maximum nutrition intact. I choose locally grown organic produce when it's available and affordable. I monitor my blood pressure once daily and pay attention to my body's messages as to how a particular food or stress may affect it. I engage in physical activity, yoga, gym, aerobics, or stretching every day. My blood pressure readings are healthy without medication as long as I eat mindfully. However, I did not anticipate that as side effects of my plant-based eating, that I would also get rid of arthritis pain, sinus congestion, my annual bout with bronchitis, and headaches. I'm so grateful now to love foods that actually love me back. Listening to my body has guided me along the journey from the ups and downs of prescription drugs and their negative side effects to feeding myself healing foods and seeing positive side effects. I discovered that there is almost always a natural solution to whatever my health challenge. In fact, there are most often many natural solutions, so many that it can take time to find the foods and combinations that will be most effective. The answers are there, and the body is the judge. We are part of Earth's cycle of life that provides what we need for health. Every one of the trillions of cells in our body works tirelessly every moment of every day throughout our lifetime to keep us well. They too are part of nature's life cycle and constantly reproduce themselves based on what we feed them. We are truly what we eat. And within this beautiful cycle of life, there is naturally available to us everything we need to move our health and energy in a positive direction, often with dramatic results. I've eliminated my symptoms of hypertension and now require no medication despite a family history of heart attacks, high blood pressure, and strokes. I wake up every day grateful for my health and for the enjoyment of whole, delicious, plant-based foods. As another unexpected result, I now experience my own body differently. A profound feeling of love and respect for each of my cells protecting me with its own innate intelligence, has grown within me. This gratitude for the health with which I have been blessed, for the amazing intelligence coded into our bodies, and into the food that grows from the earth is at once humbling and empowering. My joy is magnified by the knowledge that something so loving for my body is also healing for all plant and animal life on earth, and indeed for earth itself. Questions. What have you learned about yourself from sharing your story? By sharing my story in my book and in speaking with others, I've learned that I can connect with people best through my personal health journey. My early drafts of the book concentrated on the science of nutrition and studies. I believe the honest and invaluable feedback I was given at that point helped me find my voice as a writer, and I hope as a more compelling health advocate. What is your biggest dream? My biggest dream is to see three amazing goals of a plant-based diet realized an end to the epidemic of preventable food-related diseases, the end of needless animal suffering, and the restoration of our natural environment and our connection to it. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.